the stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, Jay Gilbert's joining me. How you Good doing, Jay? Good Michael. Great. So before we get rolling here, we've got an interesting topic all about video. Um, we've got to show some love to a few companies that, that get behind and support the Music Biz Weekly podcast every week. Of course, Hypebot and Bands in Town, thank you for everything you do to, to promote and, and, and support music biz weekly podcast we greatly appreciate it yep and um of course band zoogle um they bring you this podcast every single week from garage bands to grammy winners band zoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world simple step-by-step -step system will get you online in minutes you choose from dozens of mobile friendly templates and customize your design and content in just a few clicks it's built for musicians by musicians, and Banzoogle has all the features you need for your website and EPK already built in, including a merchant download store with free commissions, a tour calendar to promote your shows and sell tickets, free commissions, mailing list tools, they've got crowdfunding, free commission, and... Uh, did you just see the the post yeah, today? Yeah, I, I just pulled it up. I just saw I it. Just so read we'll, the we'll, first paragraph? we'll we'll make a quick mention. Yeah. Host Baby, Host Baby, which is CD Baby's website service that's been around for years, uh -huh. is migrating all of their customer websites over to Banzoogle. Yeah, huge. So so Host Baby's getting out of the hosting business, and they're moving everybody over to Banzoogle. Um, that's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, essentially it's CD baby, you know, and Banzoogle are, are partners and, um, it's, it's a big, big announcement for uh Banzoogle today. I wish I would have had it in time to get it in your morning yeah, coffee, but yep. do that next week. Um, of course, Banzoogle has got live support from their mus musician friendly team seven days a week. Plans start at just $8.29 a month, which includes hosting and your own free custom domain name. Keep in mind that means a free custom domain name, which, I mean, it's not it's not a big spend, but that's, depending on where you buy your domains, that could be 8 to 10 bucks a year just for your domain. So you get that domain free here. Um, head over to Banzoogle.com, start your 30-day free trial. And be sure to use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. That's Banzoogle.com. Promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to build your website and EPK today. Absolutely. So um, a little topic on video today. And I kind of want to pick your brain on this as well. Sure. Today. Um common question I get all the time, and it seems to become more and more frequent, is, okay, I've got a music video. Are we putting it up on YouTube or are we putting it up on Facebook? What are we doing? What's the best thing to do with a music video when you've got these two big video platforms? Right. What do you, what do you like to do? What's your ideal situation? Well, I, I, I hear this probably as often as you do, and there's so much, 
emotion and misinformation about the things that sometimes you just have to write it down on paper to take the emotion out of it. It's, it's actually fairly simple. Um, you and I are pretty big believers in that you, you go to where the party is. You don't try to necessarily create your own party. And I think both have their strengths and their weaknesses. I think a lot of people get into YouTube and think, well, you know, people are going to look at my YouTube count. So I need to keep it all there. I need to have those, those video views. And we can talk about that. You know, that count is interesting, but you need to look at that aggregate count across all platforms. But putting that aside for a second, yes, you've got a lot of people going to YouTube and the engagement is high. That's great. But Facebook has a large audience too. And, you know, something you and I were talking about, you know, just before we went live here is that, you know, the if you post something natively, meaning directly onto Facebook, you're typically going to get around 10 times the engagement than you will if you just drop a link in there to a YouTube video. And it makes a lot of sense, right? You know, you don't want, or Facebook's not going to want people off their platform. The other thing that you and I talk about pretty regularly with folks is that 85% of videos watched on Facebook are watched with the sound off. So people are going through their feed and they're seeing things. And sometimes, you know, they'll even watch a great portion of the video, but there are tactics that you need to use to get people to engage and to actually listen to the audio, you know, of that video on Facebook. So they're two separate things, you know, with, with YouTube, it's the number one streaming service, right? It's not Spotify. It's, it's YouTube. Yeah, it's the number one source for discovering music. I mean, absolutely. It, there, there, there is absolutely no question. You have to put your video on YouTube. It's just that that's a given. Right. I think, I think what I encounter more is, do we also want to do it on Facebook or or do we wait a while before putting it on Facebook so we get all of the right. the early rush of views on YouTube and then do we go to Facebook? You know, because there there's there's definitely different strategies of right. what you can do here. And, yeah. and and yes, I am of that mindset of um just like streaming, you don't just release your music on Spotify and tell people, no, you can't listen to it on Apple Music. You can't listen to it on Deezer. No Amazon Music. You got to go to Spotify or, or any of that. You put it up everywhere. When you go to TuneCore or CD Baby for distribution, you hit the button that just says everyone. everyone. Video needs to be looked at in the same way, in my opinion. You want, because some people live in YouTube. Some people live mm -hmm. in Facebook. Some people live in Twitter and Instagram. I mean, that's a whole different video strategy for those two because, you know, a lot of times you it, it, you just can't upload, you know, five-minute, 10-minute video. Um, but yeah. for this discussion, Facebook and YouTube, you need to be anywhere those people are potentially going to, to watch. So just like right. you take your streaming numbers and, you know, you know, in the simplest terms, when Billboard aggregate streaming plays they're not just aggregating deezer they're taking all streams right right so I, you do the yeah. same for your video you you've got 10,000 on youtube and you've got 50,000 on facebook you've got 60,000 total plays and the people right. you work you're going to do business with aren't going to have any issue with that whatsoever they're going to see great that's a lot of views 
Right. Well, let me ask you this, Michael. I, when people are talking to you about what they should do with their video, um, what is the concern? Is it that they are afraid that they're going to lose advertising revenue by not having that on, no, on because, YouTube? Because is it the view count? Frankly, is most, it- most people don't even monetize their videos to begin Sadly. with. So, well, yeah. and, and, and also, let's be clear, if it's your music video – you personally aren't going to be able to monetize it anyway. Your distributor's monetizing it because there's a copyright infringement. Right, or your label, right. Or whoever yeah. owns the, whoever is doing the distribution is monetizing it. So monetizing it is pretty much never an issue. Never a yeah. question, never a concern. Um, I think it all comes down to views. They just think, I need to have a huge number on YouTube because that must impress people that I've got all these numbers on YouTube. And yeah, listen, there's no doubt that you want a lot of views, but I don't think it's that important, you know, in that you've got to have everything in one spot. It doesn't matter. Who do those views matter to, though? I, I wonder sometimes, is it we're breathing our own exhaust? Is it that you're trying to, because, look, we all do it. We look at how many likes and followers and, you know, things is, on is, socials. It, does it it's matter a, just to ego? It's a point of reference, it's an right? ego? Yeah, how, do I mean, I, how do I compare against my buddy's band? Yeah, how do I'm I compare against this other artist? You know, is if that, it's internal, you know that you're getting spins on these other platforms. Right. You know what those are, and you're looking at an aggregate number. So is this for people? Is this for fans? Is this for booking agents? I'm not really sure why I, I that— can't, I can't—listen, I can't imagine—I'm just using my singular experience as a fan here. I've never let the view count on a video dictate one way or another whether I right. watched a video. I, I, I could care no. less. You no, know, it's interesting the, if it's the, something the number in the hundreds of, of millions. The thumbs up, the thumbs down never yeah. swayed me from watching a video. The plays never never influenced me. I'm not going to watch something that I have no interest in because it's got a million plays. If I got no interest in it, it doesn't matter. So if I'm interested, thing, number, I will hit the play. That number is, is kind of a bullshit number because if – I can take a video and I can take it down. I can put it back up again. Sometimes you'll see a video that's been out, you know, from the 80s and it has 1,600 views. And in your mind, you're thinking, oh, well, somebody, that version or whatever, somebody just uploaded. You're not thinking, oh my gosh, rat round and round has only got 1,600 views. You know what I mean? I don't know if people look at those numbers and give them a lot of thought. I, I don't think people do. You know, I think this pretty much just comes down to confusion in the marketplace, so to speak, because now you've got this second big player. It always used to be just YouTube. It was never a question. That's where your video went was YouTube because nobody else could host videos for you. Well, Facebook is up there at the same level as YouTube now. So what do you do? And, you know, so, so I guess what I would love love to pick your brain on are what are some video rollout strategies for both you yeah. know because there's different ways you can do it I'll, I'll, I'll give you um, yep. I'll give you one example that 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 I've worked with before and you know a lot of times these strategies are uh, are you you arrive at this strategy through a meeting with 
management, mm -hmm. label, and artist, and marketing team to a general consensus. So one possible rollout is you put your your video should go up on YouTube. I, I think no doubt when you do your premiere the first time, you put it up on YouTube. Hopefully somebody, a publicist, is getting you a 24-hour exclusive premiere through somebody else. When you take it public at that point in time, one strategy is you upload a 30-second shortened version of the music video directly to Facebook. And in the description, in the copy on that video, talks about, hey, here's the video, blah, blah, blah. If you want to watch the whole video, click here and you put the link into YouTube so people then jump out. Or you put, you know, you put a bumper in the video itself when it ends that says to see yeah. the rest of this video, click the link in the description and go to our YouTube channel and watch the whole video. So that's that's one yeah. one one potential rollout strategy you can yeah. do. I'll tell you one one that I found that's worked for a lot of different genres is using both platforms, but you take something that we preach early and often here, and that is planning. So let's take, let's say it's a, a 90 day window prior to street date. Okay. And you want to have like five videos, not just one concept video. So let's say that you have, you know, we talk about this all the time, a pseudo video, which is just the audio bed and an image of the release. Then you want a lyric video, right? You may or may not have an unwrapping video or, you know, a teaser video, which is just a photo EPK montage, video. EPK video, live, unplugged. We could go on forever, but you line up these assets ahead of time. And then you have an actual strategy going in where you look at that calendar. And, and again, we talk about this all the time. You have a calendar and you lay these things out. And you might even use in your social planning calendar. And then you can say, okay, this week we're going to start this thing off early with a pseudo video. And I know people like to do the, well, I'll put a 30-second sample on um, Facebook and drive them to YouTube. I'm not a big big fan of that. I think there's audiences in both and I think there's an audience that overlaps and I, I don't like that tactic, but what I would do is I would start with maybe the pseudo video and then a week later on the same exact day every week, you know, maybe the next one is, you know, the lyric video and then maybe it's a stripped down version, but you lead up to that concept video and just having that calendar and rolling out in both simultaneously is one approach, but kind of they're also, when you do this a few times, you kind of look at the data and you go, wow, these pseudo videos don't work on Facebook, but they really work on YouTube. Right. People make playlists out of them, right? So maybe we release this one to YouTube first, and maybe we do the lyric video since that seems to be taking off here. You can kind of experiment with these things, but it's the wild, wild west, right? I mean, you can do things any way you want to do it on that rollout, but I don't think you can just dump everything onto YouTube or Facebook. I think you kind of have to have a plan, a strategy, a calendar, and then really watch what's working and what's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I'm, I personally am not a huge fan of a 30-second video that then drives people to YouTube. Because, Somewhere else. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in human nature. People are just lazy. By nature, yeah. they're lazy. So, 
and they don't read. They also are, you know, they're lazy and they don't like to read. That's why video is so big in this society. So if right. you're on a face no on Facebook span. and you see a 30 second video, great. They're probably watching it, but they're not going to expand or read the the text field to see what it says in there. They're just looking at the yeah. video title, official video, whatever. And then you're like, "Oh, you want to watch more? I got to click here." It's like, "Oh, I got to click here. Now I got to leave what I was doing because I was in the midst of actually doing something on Facebook and I have to <laughs> scroll by this. And now right. I land in YouTube. Yeah. I'll remember to do this later today. You know, I, how, how many times do you do that yourself? It's like, oh, I'll remember to go back to this when I get home from sure. work today. Sure. Um, it doesn't happen. Any, well, no. let's put it this way. Every time you put one of those hurdles in there, you lose some engagement. A Makes hurt, sense. Every right. hurdle loses engagement. I mean, there there yeah. always was a, there was an old saying in e-commerce. If you if there were three hurdles, you lost the sale. You know, by the time you get to <laughs> that, that makes third, sense. third hurdle, people are just like, nah, I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't have time for yeah. this. And I've done that myself where it's just like, oh, my God, just get to the play, get to the purchase. I don't want another step and another. I'm leaving and I'm just abandoning the shopping yeah. cart. I'm whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. I, I'm not a big fan of that 30-second teaser. I mean, first of all, you know, if, if you understand Facebook and YouTube, you know that a YouTube video does not play natively in Facebook. Does not do it. Used to do it years ago, but mm -hmm. Facebook turned it off. You can embed the well. video and everything else, but when you click anything on that, that post in Facebook, it leaves and goes to YouTube. By design. To watch it. By design. Facebook Facebook is all about keeping people in their world. That's what they yeah. want. They don't want to and support. And same with YouTube, they, they right? Don't, they don't want to support, especially when they've got video now. When when they're competing video to video with YouTube, they don't want to give YouTube the views and the the revenue. They want it for Facebook. So, yeah. um and that makes perfect sense. You know, one of the things that I, was really shocking to me was we did this whole series of these videos, and the one video that got more engagements, meaning, you know, likes, comments, forwards, engagements, views, was this crazy just afterthought video where we called it the unwrapping video, and it wasn't your typical, hey, I got my box of vinyl in, check this out. It was really more, there's a room. There's a candle. There's a lava lamp. There's a. You see them put the vinyl on the turntable. And in the background, you see the dog on the couch. And that's all it was. And then you listen to the song. We called it an unwrapping video. That got like five times the engagement than the concept video. Why? Because it just was weird. It was a little different, right? It wasn't. You didn't feel like you're being sold to. It was a cool vibe where you could listen to the music without being like, "Buy my album, buy my album." And so, I would encourage people who are creating uh, video content to to try different things because the days that we grew up in, where you had the super expensive high concept video, and then you know that was it. Now a lot of folks are really kind of abandoning that and doing a whole bunch of little things and making sure that it's optimized for Facebook. And it's not only optimized for YouTube, but you know things like TikTok and, and Instagram where maybe people can take some bite-sized chunks, right? It's kind of getting it everywhere. It, it, it is. That's, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, in my ideal situation, I would put the music video up on Facebook and on YouTube. 
if it really simultaneously came to it, or would you um, give a window of exclusivity well i mean first of all hopefully you're doing an exclusive 24 hours with somebody the pr so, with, with a pr yeah. company through through some media outlet so that has to be a youtube video i at least i've never encountered an exclusive yeah. premiere where they've done a facebook video premiere no i haven't either they usually want the embed code right they want for the, the embed site. code and you unlist the video so it doesn't publicly show up in your world until 24 hours later where you turn it on publicly and it, right. and and you know so you might have i i would say you could have a couple days to a week exclusive on youtube but nothing longer than that and then get that video in its full length native uploaded to facebook um I, one of the big things i just love when you do that is you you set that, and this is what a lot of people forget, set that video as your featured video. That does two things. If you're on your video tab, it makes it the top ginormous video. Right. But what it also does on your main wall of your page, it makes, and, and hopefully you know this in the settings, you can rearrange the order of the tabs. So you could have videos display first, then pictures, and then posts. Right. And that's great that, advice. That, that, that's what I like to do is I like to move the videos up to the top. The featured video then will always stay at the top of your news feed as well. Not yeah. just on the top of the video tab, because at least based on my Facebook usage, I don't go to many video pages in yeah. Facebook. I watch the videos on the wall. So if you've got your music video, new music video, as the featured video by default, it then becomes the top displayed video on your wall all the time. Yeah. Because you've, yeah. you've said, I want videos to be have priority to display. Yeah. Now, you you know, understanding right understanding that, again, human nature is they don't, people don't immediately click on something the very first time it shows up. Yes, your most diehard fans are going to be there and they're going to jump all over it. But again, there's there's an old saying that sometimes it takes what seven attempts before somebody actually <laughs> right. impressions. Does something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they may come back, they may see the post that the video has been released. I'm busy today. I'll come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Start scrolling. Get interrupted. Come back the next day. Five days later, they finally come back, and thankfully, because that video is top center in facebook it's going to remind them yeah. click well, let me ask watch. you this so i'd love to get your thoughts on this because there are a segment of fans that are going to go to your page and do what you described and then there are some fans that are only going to look in their own feed now if they're right. only looking in their own feed what are your thoughts on multiple posts and I'm, I'm assuming that they're not putting a lot of money behind boosting the post. I'm just saying organically you're posting this video to your Facebook. Do you have a, a preference? Would you just post it once if you're using a Sprout, Buffer, Hootsuite, uh, Socially Stacked, whatever, to kind of schedule your post? Would you maybe post it multiple times over a period of time, or are you more apt to just Post it once and pin it. Well, I think that's the that is the challenge because just making multiple posts of the same thing, each post you're going to lose impact. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Yeah. So, 
you know, when you've got a video on Facebook and a video on on YouTube, you can post the YouTube video this week and then next week the Facebook goes up and maybe you post something a new video on YouTube. Um, or this is where I, I actually love dealing with behind the scenes material. So when you film this video, make sure somebody is even just sitting there with their iPhone. It doesn't have to be a professional photographer or, or video person taking still photos and iPhone video clips of the video being made. I'd like to take all of that stuff back and okay, I've got 25 photos and I've got five 30 second behind the scenes video clips. Now I can make a post out of each one of those to promote the video. Absolutely. Hey, check out this behind the scenes video or behind the scenes photo of the lead singer getting makeup, hair and makeup done. If you want to watch the whole video, click here. Yeah. And now it could be a click straight to the Facebook video. It could be a click mm -hmm. to the YouTube video. At that point, it doesn't matter. But it gives you a reason to talk about it. Doesn't it surprise you, though, how many folks forget about that? And, and to your point, look, you do it at the video shoot, and these iPhones and camera or cameras on phones like that shoot amazing quality for web. It yep. really looks and good. Everybody's There's got whole, one. Yeah. And there's a whole series right now on, you know, shot on iPhone where, you know, like Kamasi Washington and all these people are actually doing like these full on, you know, presentations shot on the iPhone. The other thing is as a photographer, I love it when management and other people that we work with are shooting what's going on at a photo shoot. Like you mentioned, hair and makeup, getting the lighting ready, bloopers, getting those kinds of photos things. of a photographer photos of a professional photographer shooting the artist that's compelling because you video don't always see that of the video director filming yeah you know that again it's what the fans will not normally see show right. the making of it but again what it does is it gives you a reason to talk about the video if you right. don't have behind the scenes material you're going to be hard pressed to find an exciting thing to talk about your video after you said it's here and it's the premiere. What are yeah. you going to talk about next week? Yeah. And I'm the week big... after and the week after and the week after. Yeah. If you've got if you've got enough content to do 30 days worth of posts, you can do a post every day promoting your video, but it's entertaining and educating and fun and it's just not a sales pitch over and over again. Every post will have a link to a video. Yeah. But it's about behind the scenes check this out, listen to this outtake, watch this blooper. We this this clip got edited out because of time constraints or whatever. All that That's stuff. That's compelling it's stuff. Compelling stuff. The fans will love to see that stuff. And it doesn't have to be professionally lit. It doesn't have to be professionally no. edited. It doesn't have to yeah. have professional audio. Raw is sometimes that's when it better. comes to, that that when it comes to behind the scenes i truly think raw unfiltered this is it you are literally looking at this and hearing this and seeing this as we were seeing it when it was happening on a dark sound stage yeah yeah great advice so i mean i think at at, at the end of the day what we're saying is you've got to put your video up on both yeah. platforms yeah there are different ways 
you could do it. You could potentially do it simultaneously. You could do a 30 second that leads to YouTube. You could give a one week exclusive to YouTube so you can try and drive everybody there. And then, you know, then it gives you another big announcement. Hey, the video is now on Facebook. Click here to watch the video on Facebook. Plus, I mean, let's be honest, you can boost that video on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you know, $25 boost can get you a lot potentially tens yeah. of thousands of views. people forget that you can reach tens of thousands of people literally for twenty dollars depending and, on and, what you're doing and, you know not just boosting that post but now you can use it as an actual facebook ad um so there's a lot you can do with it and and i think you just got to remember youtube is great because it is the number one streaming platform it's the number one music discovery absolutely but it's not the number one social network where people go to hang out. No, it's not the only place people go. And I'm not saying Facebook is the number one social network to hang out, but it is a much bigger social network than YouTube is. Yeah. You know, the only time I go to YouTube is when anybody I've subscribed to posts something new or I see something I like on Facebook and I click the link and I have to leave. So I may not go to YouTube every day. I go to Facebook every day. Yeah. I go to Instagram every day. Twitter every day. You and, go to where the audience is. You go you yeah, you've got to make sure you've got this video out there for the audience, which, you know, in a quick side mention, yeah, you know, make sure you get this uploaded. It doesn't need to be natively uploaded to Twitter, of course, but you know, embed that YouTube video into Twitter, pin the post. I think a lot of people don't realize you can pin a tweet to the very top. Put that mm -hmm. new video up there. Instagram is where you got to get a little more creative. That's where you might need to make a 30-second edited version of this. Upload that. And in the copy, just say, you want to watch the whole video, click the link in my bio. Yeah. Hey, there's an audience there, you know? There's an audience. It's another Again, it's another way to let them know. And if nothing else, that Instagram post might drive them to Facebook to watch it, or it might drive them just to go to your YouTube channel to watch it. Now it's telling them something. So um, you've got to be everywhere. Again, you, you don't put your music on just one DSP. You put it everywhere. Yeah. Go to where that party is. Yep. Cool. Good stuff. Cool. So there you go. I'd, I'd love to hear if you guys guys and girls guys and gals um have your own strategies for video especially when yeah. it comes to youtube and facebook yeah what's working what, for you what do I'd you like to hear that what do you like to do what didn't work for you what's your concerns um because like we started off this seems to be just the one of the most absolute consistent questions i get with every single release what do we do with this video yeah. Yep. All right. So there you go. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'd appreciate a rating and a review on Apple iTunes. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And of course, check out hypebot.com, bandsintown.com, and bandzoogle.com. That's it. We're out of here. See you next week. <laughs>